Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Two Big Topics podcast. It's Stacy. It's Clayton. Um, one of the topics today, very excited to talk about. It's restaurant etiquettes, restaurant pet peeves. Restaurants, am I right? It goes for like restaurants and lounges. It's going to be more about like a bar lounge kind of thing, but we mm-hmm. might get into the old family restaurant thing because we were talking about it uh, earlier this week. There are some things that people do in bars in lounges, in restaurants, in any kind of establishment, very questionable behavior. (laughs) There are also some situations where you just don't know what to do. And in today's world of, like, not wanting to be a creep, right? That's the last thing anyone wants to be is, you know, a viral video sensation for being creepy. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to talk about the do's and don'ts of just being in in a busy lounge, a dive bar, whatever, If you're a server or a bartender or you used to be, this is going to be a good one for you. Thanks for listening wherever you're listening. Um, That's the the second topic for today because, of course, the title of the podcast, two big topics. Yes. So what's your topic today, Stace? We didn't actually talk about this today, but we've talked about it before. And I know it's controversial, but I want to talk about pineapple on pizza. Really? Because, and I only say that because... Is it 2016? Right. Or what? No, because I just, I don't know what's going on with my algorithm. Maybe it's because I watched one video. But I saw a guy uh, in one of the videos. Obviously, I saw like three or four. But instead of pineapple on pizza, he did grapes on pizza. And the pizza looked Hmm. really, really tasty. Okay. There was uh, fancy ham. What's that called? It's just fancy ham. You got fancy it. Fancy ham prosciutto? on there. Prosciutto, yeah. There you go. Thank you. Prosciutto, some pecoroni, pecoroni, pecorino cheese, uh, the grapes. Yeah, former Nashville Predators goalie Pecorine is on the pizza. That's okay. That's why I got confused. <laughs> anyway, a Pecorine reference on the two big topics by podcast. accident. Did you expect that? Probably not. I didn't. And if you were, why are you listening to this? <laughs> Okay, so anyway, he makes his pizza with grapes on it, mm-hmm. and he, you know, eats, takes a bite of it after it's out of the oven, and it looks so good. And he was like, this is amazing. It was so tasty, and if you think about it, if you are already like, oh my god, pineapple on pizza is so weird, because it's a fruit. Mm-hmm. And for me, when I think of pineapple, I think of fresh pineapple with other fruits sweet in a dessert or something. Like, it's sweet. Yeah. Um, hot pineapple on a pizza is sit like it's savory it's kind of weird to me but a grape is just like a pineapple it's juicy and sweet so why not interchange it with a pineapple because it's round is that it's what it round. is the shape? it doesn't fit on there like so how, how did the no, grapes like cut it in half yeah i know cut it in half but like what side of the grape was showing was it like it the cut matter. in half side or was it like the both. peel side it was both. both it was all over really nilly if you will Let's see we're, we're in the wild west now there needs to be some kind of pizza structure some kind of pizza rule there grapes yeah they're too and mushy. At no. least pineapple, it's got some structure to the, it, right? There's no. some like density in there, right? No, pineapples are just, they are mushy. Come on. I don't think so. Grapes have the snap of the skin. No. I guess it just depends on the type of grape, how old it is. Like, I'm thinking mushy grapes. And I'm also, so. too, they're going to be in the in the oven. They're going to be pretty warm. Well, and that's the warm thing. Warm grapes. We did a bit on this like two years ago. Bad baseball snacks. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Warm you know, warm grapes. Get <laughs> your warm grapes over here. And that sounds Gravy weird. in a cup. Gravy in a cup. Just gravy. 
We should look that back up. Again. That was a that was good fun. segment. Yeah. There are some segments we've done in the past where it's like, man, this is a gold mine. I thought I that was going to be hilarious and go off n- nothing. Well, you know what? We just have to do it again. And maybe it'll grapes. stick this time. Like everyone gets it, right? The guy selling peanuts. Usually it's just cold beer, peanuts, just awful snacks. Hot turkey stuffing. Exactly. Like, that's where it's like <laughs> mustard Skittles. Get them over here, right? right? There you go. But I just wanted to, again, back to the whole grape on pizza thing, if, um, you know, people are like, ew, grapes on a pizza. But if you eat pineapple on a pizza, there's like zero argument. You could have strawberries on a pizza. There is still argument. Oh, no. Pe- because you know what it is? It's the mixture of sweet and savory. That's what it comes down to. Pineapples are sweet. Grapes are sweet. Strawberries are mm-hmm. sweet. You could have kiwi on a pizza. It's just that contrast between sweet and savory. Yeah, you it's can like, have you can have strawberries and kiwis on pizza if treatsa become bef, be, or comes before the word pizza. Treatsa pizza or a fruit pizza. I've seen fruit pizzas. Fruit before. pizzas are good. Those oh are tasty. man, with the vanilla pudding and everything. Yeah. Um, have you ever had with like the rice crispy crust as well? What? You ever no. have one of those? It's like a flat rice rice crispy square oh, in a yum. circle. Oh yeah, it's delightful, but. That's where it belongs on pizza. I think pineapple does belong on pizza, but I think it's the one exception. I, I think strawberries who and said? Uh, who the said? pizza police. That's who said. That, no, no. The best part about a pizza is you get to put whatever exactly. you want on there. Exactly. But you also can't be expecting no everyone rules. to eat the pizza. If it's a solo pizza adventure, a mm-hmm. solo pizza mission, sure, you do you. Do whatever you want. But if there's like more than two or three people there, you got to just have some pizza self-awareness. Of, hey, not everyone's going to like my jam, literally and figuratively, on this pizza. So maybe let's just go with a meat lovers or a pepperoni and bacon or something like that. I wouldn't order just a ham and grape pizza for a work function. People get so... They just put the blinders on. Some people are so bad at ordering pizza for a big group. Another segment we've had on the show, yes. the bad pizza general, where it's like, all right, guys, I got uh, three mushroom and Parmesan pizzas here. Um, <laughs> just one small pepperoni. Yeah. I got seven gluten-free broccoli and shrimps, though. Yeah. No! Like, if you're ordering for a big group, just a lot of pepperoni, a lot of cheese. Pepperoni is the safest and bet. And ham and pineapple. You throw in a ham and pineapple for the weirdos who like a lot of yeah. stuff on there, right? Can I just, ve- like, very quick offshoot? I did a Mennonite pizza once. Mm-hmm. On the base of the pizza, I put the what white... What makes it Mennonite? I don't understand. Let me finish. Okay. Jeez fine. Louise. On the base, instead of tomato sauce, mm-hmm. I made a white cream gravy okay. with lots of pepper in it. And cream gravy goes on like pierogies and stuff like that. So I did the white cream ga- gravy. I caramelized some onions, which is another topping for pierogies when you have the Mennonite style. Caramelized onions. I barbecued farmer sausage and crumbled it on the pizza... And then I used provolone cheese. That sounds horrible. It was so good. You caramelized onions, you lose it. Well, that's because you, you don't right like there. onions. But if you're a Mennonite, that pizza sounds amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I think here if the white sauce goes with it. It Well, look when you get chicken bacon ranch. Give me a Yeah, break. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. you want me over. You want me over. Okay, my pizza take here. Uh, my red lobster cheddar biscuit substitution. We were talking about it earlier. No, you were gone. You know how sometimes there's those recipe substitutions? Oh, yeah, yeah. And you're like, wow, this is, why would anyone even think of this as a substitution? It's 99% of the time bad. This was like the 1%. I was reading a pizza recipe, and it's like, oh, if you don't have pizza dough, just sub in red lobster cheddar biscuit dough. What? The dough is red lobster biscuits. 
lacrosse. Think I mean, about it. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. That'd be pretty good. It looked amazing. You think it would look kind of like doughy and stuff like that, but when it's flattened out, it kind of gets crispy, right? Holy oh, it crap. looked awesome. It was like, I, I was like, like oh that. boy. So that's a good recipe substitution. Pizza's the best for the recipe substitution. You don't have this, you can use do that. You, can, you don't have pineapples, use grapes. Again, you can do whatever when it's just you. But you can't be doing whatever when you're sharing that pizza. Yes, That's when I agree. Just, man, if there's one thing this pepperoni pizza quest has taught me, it's that people are so friggin' passionate and lose their mind over pizza. <laughs> like, just the most random opinions. And If you just differentiate a little bit from them, it's just, no, it's yeah. game over, man. It's game over. <laughs> um, should we get to the next topic? Yes. I gave state. Spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney. Make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusion supply. See store or jcp.com for details. You see this scenario earlier this week on the show. You walk into a small-ish lounge, like a strip mall lounge. Think Mr. Ribs or Manhattan Gastropub in Lawson Heights. Yeah, yeah. Your favorite strip mall lounge. That's where you are. Uh, it's packed. It's a busy Friday night. Not a lot of tables. So you go to the bar. You go mm -hmm. to the VLT area. Maybe there's that one table meant for two people. So you and like your seven friends kind of do the weird Four of you were sitting, four of you were standing. You're just, there's no space for you. Right. But you look across the room, and there's a couple sitting there at a table meant for eight. Two, right? pe two people at a yes. table for eight? Now, again, this is not what? a hostess seated them there situation. It's a strip mall lounge. So obviously, they just sat themselves there. No one else is joining them. Mm -hmm. They have their coats on the other jackets, right? And they're just sitting there having a beer. They've been sitting there for 20 minutes. Is it bad style to maybe ask them to switch spots? Because you're at this table meant for two. They're at this table meant for eight. Yeah. Right? Your, your group of eight is at yeah, the yeah. table for two. That group of two is at the table for eight, right? It just makes sense. But, I mean, finders, keepers, losers suck, right? Where is, like, what's the etiquette here? See, I don't like confrontation. Mm-hmm. Um, no so if does. I didn't, if I wasn't able to get the balls to go over to them and ask them that, I would ask the server to do it because it's not up to the server to do your dirty work for you though. No, but it's also up to her to manage her tables. She right? doesn't care. She doesn't care about you though. Doesn't care at all. Yes. She has to care about this situation. It's her job. Agree to disagree. That's, this discussion is over. <laughs> oh, okay, see you later. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right, everybody. So, Have a good weekend. Some listeners were suggesting that maybe you just buy them a beer and ask to switch then. Ooh, like, hey, a... hey, we'll take care of a round for you guys if we switch. Like, we're a big group. You're yeah. sitting here doing that, right? That's a good icebreaker. What if that causes confrontation, though? Like, hey, can you just leave us alone? Because you were bringing up a good fact. Like, if this was you and your friend at the big table, you wouldn't want anyone coming up approaching you. Well, I wouldn't, no. I just don't want them sitting down with me. That was another suggestion people yeah. were saying is just go join them. Uh, Family style, sit at the table. I hate that okay, so why? much. Why, why, why? Because I don't want to sit with strangers. I'm If I'm sitting down with my girlfriend, we're having a good chin wag about something, mm -hmm. I don't want strangers to come and sit with us. Yeah, but they're strangers now. No, Ten minutes from now, no, they might not be no. strangers. They could be your new best friend. I don't care. But we always talk about I'm how hard it is making friends. Like, And then it's like, oh, here's a chance to make friends. No. 
I'm sorry. I just find that a little forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would I would appreciate the gesture, mm-hmm. but I would probably still say no. I would immediately be like, yep, definitely, let's switch. I don't want to sit with you. Okay. What if you were at the table for eights, you and a friend, and you see this going on? Would you ever give up the table? Be like, ah, oh, these guys are... Uh, yeah. yeah. I have that... I, I'm a conscious person. Mm-hmm. I'm aware of that kind of stuff. I know not everybody is, and you can't expect them to be. But it's also tough because, like, that's the rules of the lounge, the way it goes. You seat yourself. Mm-hmm. Wild, wild west. Like, it's not like a, a, ta- a table of two is going to walk in, see the table of eight, and be like, well, it's just two of us. We can't come here because it's a big table. Right. And then walk out. That would not That would be ridiculous to expect that, right? So it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, well, I should have showed up 15 minutes earlier. But another thing, too, about being conscious of what's going on around you, mm-hmm. I have an example of uh, Fuddruckers. When it's jam-packed and you yeah. can see people lined up over by the tills waiting yeah. for a seat, mm-hmm. and you finished your meal... And sometimes you like to, you know, visit after you finish yep. eating and let the food kind of digest. But if I look up and I see that there are people standing there waiting to sit down and I'm done eating. Get out. Who am I to sit there and just be like, do, 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 hey, exactly. how work? I get up and I make sure that the tables can switch over. But some people treat the restaurant as just like their little like mini holiday. Yeah. It's like it's not an all-inclusive resort in there, guys. You can't just do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, the, the staff is there to provide a service. Absolutely. And you're paying money to be there. Get it, right? But some people act. You have to have common courtesy, too. Some people act as if just because you're giving this restaurant your business... You can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. I paid for my meal. I'm going to let my kids run around like this is an outdoor playground. Oh, geez. As a former server, I worked at Tony Roma's back in the day in Stonebridge. You should see some of these parents that yeah. just let their kids do whatever. Now, hey, I'm a parent of a one-year-old. I get it. Kids are going to yell in a restaurant. Kids are going to throw stuff on the ground. Kids are going to be a little iffy. They're kids. Yeah. But doesn't mean that you can just mail it in. Yeah, it's not a playground. Just because you have an excuse doesn't mean that you can just yeah. really rely on that excuse all the time, right? Just be aware that other people are in the restaurant. Yes. Some people also don't realize that. Other people are there. The restaurant is meant for everyone. This is not your private chef. <laughs> and some people's restaurant etiquette, it's just mind-boggling. We're not even talking about treating the service staff, which is just, it's a, that's oh, a whole other conversation. Started. The people who treat service staff rudely, that is the biggest red flag possible. Mm-hmm. But it's just the whole, just the arrogance people get yeah. at lounges and bars that they just think like, oh, well, I'm buying some beers. I can do whatever. No, it's a... It's a team effort, guys. You still have to be a good person. We're all in this together, right? And sometimes people just forget that where it's like, you know, there's there's more than just you at the place. Exactly. But I think that, you know, you get a couple beers in there. You're having a good time. You just kind of, I think everyone's guilty of it. You're just kind of, you're a little loosey-goosey in the lounge, obviously. Watch your language. Sorry. And you're having good food and everything like that. Maybe you just won some money on the VLTs. You just kind of get a little You cocky, feel invincible. feel invincible. <laughs> and maybe you just, you know. But it's just, we always got to remember, sometimes you just go to a lounge and just the jack wagons in there and just yep. the loud. What about, a, what about an obnoxiously loud table? It's, again, it's a smaller lounge. It's not like a brew house or a Congress beer house where it's See? big and there's a lot of big groups. It's a smaller lounge. And this group of six is like howling clearly intoxicated like what's your play there i feel like because it's a lounge that's whatever not it's not that it's okay but it's like okay i i shouldn't 
necessarily say something. If it was the restaurant Mm -hmm. portion, I'd be a little bit more like maybe say something to the server. Mm -hmm. But when it's a lounge, it is almost like, I don't want to say no holds barred, but it's the the fun casual side, Mm -hmm. right? But at the same time, if you're being a bunch of jack wagons and like swearing and using foul language and stuff like that. Some people, again, they just get the blinders on where it's like, it's just me and my buddies and that's all that matters in here. And yeah, like have a good time, but just... Other people there. Yeah, It's exactly. like the bowling alley, too. Sometimes people, when they go bowling, they're the most ignorant people in the world. Yeah. And it's just like, man, there's 30 lanes in here. Like, there's a lot of other people here, and it's a pretty family-friendly activity, mm-hmm. right? And again, read the room. See, if it's a lounge, I can deal with that. If they're being Jack Wiggins in the lounge in an adult setting, don't care. Yeah. Whatever. Part of it. I chose to be here. I yeah. can leave if I want to if I don't like it, right? But it's when it's at like a, a family event. Yeah. I sound like such a grandpa. 21-year-old Clayton would punch me right in the face right now. But like (laughs) concerts or hockey games or something like that where people are just, man, read the room. Not enough people are reading the room. Yes. Have you found that lately? All the time. Well, since the beginning of time. I don't know. I think... I think there was a time where people were pretty good at reading the room, and no. it just becomes now everyone's just kind of out for number one and number one only, it <laughs> seems like now, right? I'm looking out for me, yeah. my rights. And yes, absolutely, you should, but it doesn't give you an excuse to just forget about everybody else. Yeah, exactly. It's turned into a very deep conversation. And that's how uh, you want to step off your soapbox there? <laughs> I just hate seeing restaurant staff disrespected, and yeah. I hate seeing people having an awkward, bad time at a lounge when it's just because a, a couple people are kind of ruining it, right? Yeah. There just needs to be etiquette. There needs to be some kind of, there just needs to be a don't be dumb rule in lounges. But when alcohol is that, a factor, that's never going to happen. But that happen. needs to also cross over into life, right? Exactly. Like we talk about common sense police. Oh, right, I love that bit. And you just cannot assume that people will have the same level. And like, I'm not amazingly up to you know snuff on all my common mm-hmm. sense. Oh, but absolutely. Like, I think I have more than the average person, maybe, because mm-hmm. I just worry about other people, like what yeah. they think or what they're. Oh, I hope they don't feel silly. I can't help it. I know, and that's the thing. You see the you see the worst of it. It seems like yeah, at a restaurant or a lounge. I don't know why, but it's the booze. I know. I know. Uh, that's it. That's all, I think, for the Two Big Topics podcast. You got anything else? You good? Um, have a good long weekend. Yeah. Doing whatever you're doing. Make sure you celebrate Saskatchewan at some point. Yeah, exactly. I'm going, I'm going to Manitoba for oh. Saskatchewan Day long weekend. Nice. So You're so patriotic. Yeah, very. It's patri- provincial. Right? Provincialotic. Provolotic. Provolotic. <laughs> Provolone cheese. <laughs> Pecorine. Pecorine pizza. <laughs> have a good one. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney. Make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details.